Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. Hey, thanks for listening. It's good to not see you, but I feel you. Um, anyway, I'm excited to be here today because I don't know why, but for some reason I'm in a good mood, which I can't really fucking figure out. If I could, I would reproduce, I would get it and I'd reproduce it. You know, I'd own that. Uh, but anyway, um, I have a really great guest coming, Augie Lutz. Uh, he's a comedian. Uh, I know him from, um, you know, hanging around comics at my local bar, Pine Box. Uh, if anybody knows Pine Box, they probably, yeah, I'm a, you know, really hardcore drinker, drug addict. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I go to bed at 1030. So how bad could it be? Right. Anyway. Enough about me. Let's talk about me. I'm um, having... Um, so, Augie's a little late because the L train is fucked up. Surprise! The L train of all things. And uh, I'm kind of happy to have a couple of minutes with you because I've been trying to process all the shit that happened last weekend. Did I tell you... I mean, if you listened to me last week, I had that interview with the filmmaker who made the film about me called Cold Feet which um, is about, it's a documentary about my not wanting to get married. And uh, this incredible filmmaker, reality TV editor, Spencer Shilley, RuPaul, Star Booty, Drag Race, big deal guy, spent three months with me, um, I guess, and my husband, uh, trailing me around, trying to figure out how I didn't, want to get married three months up to the wedding and you know there was a wedding planner and doctor's visits my tits are in the movie because I'm having a breast exam shit like that and it was intense but uh the movie was filmed six years ago when I got married you know edited took a while but um anyway I was in the Bushwick Film Festival this weekend and it was a really intense experience because on a big screen in a packed theater, I was sort of sitting ne- in between Spencer, the filmmaker, and my husband, Phil. I was sort of forced, not forced, because it was an intense pleasure experience, positive experience mostly, of um, being confronted with uh, all the feelings and experiences and people that were there during my wedding and leading up to the wedding six years ago. And my life was really different then. Um, I was still working as an art director in advertising. I um, was living in Chelsea with my husband. Uh, My stepson was around. He hadn't uh, gone off into his beautiful, fabulous life in Denver, Colorado with his amazing girlfriend and his fabulous job at an architecture firm yet. And, um, you know, I mean, I think anybody, if they looked at the wedding they had six years later, would probably have some different guests, you know, people that they were then close, people that they used to be close to, they wouldn't be close to people that you are close to now that you didn't know then. And then on top of that, um, There are also people that I'm still really close to, and that was meaningful too. So it just kind of hit me all like a ton of bricks. 
And um, I'm still trying to process it, frankly. And that's why I thought I would put it out there and talk to you about it. Um, You can uh, see the trailer. I'll post it on my Facebook page so you can see the trailer and uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. But um, it was it was a very intense experience. And um, like my best friend's mother died this past year. She's in it. Um, what else can I tell you? My relatives that I don't see that often from my father, you know, even my brother who I don't see that often. And, uh, even myself that I don't see that often. Uh, it was just, it was just a whirlwind of emotion. What can I tell you? And, uh, I'm still trying to process it. And you know what? It didn't take me, it didn't, I didn't realize until like a day or two later after I chilled out from that whole thing that uh it had affected me as as deeply as i had as it had um the best part about it though is that the filmmaker who's incredible was really pumped because uh the film was just people just laughed and cried literally the whole time so we are going to make more of an effort to get it out there so you can see the whole thing but you should check out the trailer i'll post it i'll post it on my facebook page again and then i'll post it when i post this um episode so uh guess what happened when i was talking about myself the one and only adorable fantastic hilarious augie lutz walked in hello thank you Okay, Augie, you made it. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so sorry I'm late. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Get a little closer to the mic. Like that? Okay. Yeah. Move up. Move up. Even closer? That's good. It says don't touch it, right? Don't touch it. God forbid. I mean, I know that's hard because it's kind of hot, sexy mic, but you can control it. Try not to grab it. Try not to grab it. Control yourself, (laughs) Augie. How are you? I feel like I missed a a crazy story. I just walked in. No, I was just talking about... um, you know, I had a showing of my. I was. T- I explained that you were uh, a comedian, somebody I knew from P- from Pine Box, um, and uh, um, two things I want to tell you, Augie. Uh, a, I interrupt a lot. Okay. And B, I don't make eye contact. That's fine. I I hate people who don't interrupt and who do make eye contact. Really? Can't stand it. Cuz I'm used to doing therapy lying down. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm okay, saying. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, done your show, yeah. yeah. So I get distracted if if I'm looking at your handsome face. Okay, thank you. Yeah, look wherever you please. Okay. So. No, I know. We're cool. It's just that, you know, that that's what I tell people before they get here. Okay. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I know. That's I, all right. I, you're probably gonna brief me. Now right? people are gonna know. Well, we also don't. We also don't really have a game plan we we're gonna talk about. But that's totally cool because you, you, you and great. I are yeah. cool, right? Yeah. We, we're totally cool. Yeah, and we could uh, chat, you know, or yeah, uh, or uh, I could just, you know, uh, ambush you is the word I was looking for. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, but anyway, so do you remember last year I had that screening? You might not have made it, but I did have a screening of the film about Cold Feet about me not wanting to get married at Pine Box. Do you remember uh, that? I wasn't Maybe you there, don't. But I do remember. Remember the posters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So did you know it was in the Bushwick Film Festival this past weekend? No. Oh yeah. Well, you can see I did a great job of promoting this thing. We did have a full house though. Um, really? So it was at Syndicated Theater. Did you know that? No, I didn't. That's a great place, though. Yeah, it was part of the Bushwick Film Festival, and it was at Syndicated Theater. 
and um, it was a full house, part of the festival. We were part of the festival. And uh, the filmmaker, Spencer Shilley, who lives in L.A., lives in Hollywood, you know, reality TV guy, um, flew in for the screening, his close friend. And um, it was, I was just talking about how, you know, it was the three months leading up to my wedding. Augie knows my husband or he's met my husband. Yes. Um, Very nice guy. Nice guy. Uh, And it was six years ago, believe it or not. So it was before we moved to Bushwick. So I was just talking about how intense the experience was of sitting there watching that movie in a theater. Yeah, with with other people. That's scary. So... uh, are you looking at everyone while I watch it to see if they're reacting? A little reacting? bit, but you know? it was... Like, I feel weird showing people YouTube videos that I didn't even make. If I'm, like, I thought something was funny, I still feel self-conscious, like, showing a few people. Well, I mean, I am, like, uh, enamored with the skills of the filmmaker. So, and also, even if I wasn't, I mean, I'm proud of the film because it's this... The filmmaker has had met, you know, he's he's... I think he's probably one of the best. He's been hired to do the show Too Cute, which is about puppies and kittens, and they don't talk. And Spencer can write and edit that into a fucking compelling story. Yeah. So uh, Wait, so this, this documentary is about you not wanting to get married? Well, um, what happened was I was engaged for five years. Um, to your current husband? Yeah, and we were dating, dating or whatever for eight um, he, you know, we were very, or he was particularly involved with bringing up his son after the divorce and stuff like that. So that was, you know, that element that was part of our relationship, which, you know, may not have, like other people would have had to make this, might have forced decisions quicker. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I love Christopher dearly and I'm glad he's in my life. That's all I can say about that. But uh, so, so he knows you made a movie about not really wanting to get married to him. He's cool with that. He's pretty, I mean, he was, yes, there. yes. Well, wow. I mean, he was cool. You know, that other thing I did where I was naked in, in, in the gallery, you know, yeah, about that, yeah. right? Uh-huh. How was he about that? Well, you know, at first he was like, I'm not talking about it, but then he warmed up to it. And then at the end he was very excited and proud of it. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> Phil's been through a lot with, 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 I give the guy credit, you know, uh-huh. Um, but you know, there was just a lot of really personal shit. I mean, it was interviews with like my friends asking me about why, you know, where they were talking about me behind my back, why they thought I was hesitant about getting married. And then there was me doing psychotherapy on this, on this, on a, for a theater on the street in Washington. So that was intense. And, you know, doctors, there was, you know, it's just like a, this is your life. You can imagine, right? So I was just talking about how, um, I didn't like how I'm still trying to process it because it, it affected me in a way that I wasn't necessarily. And was it well received? Extremely well Well, received. You You have nothing to worry about. That's great. Oh, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I'm thrilled mostly because Spencer's such a great filmmaker and he's happy. Like it was great for him to hear people laughing and hearing them crying and talking about it and stuff like that. But so that's what's the best part. But, 
Um, I was, you know, I didn't expect to be, I kind of got sideswiped by it emotionally, but I was saying that I was in a really good mood today, so I don't know. Maybe I, because I have something to focus my my confused, difficult feelings on, I guess. Absolutely. I think when you have something to be annoyed about or or scared about, uh, you're more focused. Maybe, Uh, yes, (laughs) maybe. So, but it helped me just talking about that. So thanks everybody. And and, uh, we certainly used the time wisely at least from my point of view so augie um it's cool that you're here so this is really funny i was trying to explain how we know each other from pine box mostly right really from pine box both are uh should I say bar flies? Is that offensive? No, or, no. I was saying that, yeah, um, you know, I have like a serious drinking problem, <laughs> but I go to bed at 10.30. You've never seen me lying on the floor there, have you? No. 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 So you have lying on the floor there? No. No. I'm a. Two, right. I'm really pretty much a two-drink person. Really? Okay. Yeah. But cause, yeah, I've seen you there pretty drunk, or but I've been there drunk too. It's yeah. Just, it's a very good place to get drunk, you know? It is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, um, only allow you to bring in that little dog. What's that dog's name? Astro. Astro. Astro made it into the follow up of the movie, too. She was on the screen. Yeah, Astro. Um, yeah, that's why we go there because they let us bring. Oh, we're not supposed to talk about that oh, on the air. Never mind. You know, because you're Fucking not really Giuliani, allowed to bring right? dogs. Yeah. But occasionally we just put her in a bag and sneak her in. And, <laughs> and, uh, but we're not really supposed, to, you're not really supposed to bring dogs. And occasionally we do sneak our dog in. Okay. All right. So, uh, anyway, but um, so you're kind of, I see you as one of the linchpins of the comedy scene in. Is there a comedy? Like, what's going on? In Pine Box. (laughs) In Pine Box. So, what's going on with What is the deal with the comedy scene in Pine Box? It used Um, to be run by Joe or. Joe Cocazello, yeah. So, Uh, what's going on there? Prince of Bushwick. Well, he uh, he moved to Minnesota back home. Oh, I didn't know that. He was just back a few weeks ago. I saw him. I spoke with him. Yeah. He was on stage. He was on stage at your show that I was on. Yes, yes. He did. The game show. show. That was awesome. You do the game show once a month? Yes, once a month. And then I run a, a stand-up show with Courtney McGinnis there the last Saturday of every month, mm-hmm. and which everyone it, should see. Last right. Saturday, what time? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock at Pine Box. And the game and, show's first Tuesday, 8 o'clock. And the game show's every first Tuesday yes. of the month at uh-huh. what? 9? 8. 8. 8, yeah. Soft 8, you know. Soft 8, 8.30. Yeah, yeah, game yeah. show's great. I had the on. I've seen the game show, but the last... Not yeah. the very, very last, but one recent game show I had the honor of being on. That yes, was so fun. Thank you, thank you. That yeah. was such a weird show. Uh, yeah, it's weird because we wanted to do something different. Like Joe got a, uh, a bunch of us to uh, like do shows. that He got like four different people that would agree to do a show once a month on Sundays there. So like we, it would you know rotate. Each four oh, that's so every month, you know. smart. But then ah. uh, he started like, double booking stuff and Pine Box was like, let's just – Cut Joe out of it. We'll move you to Tuesdays. So then, oh, uh, that's Tuesday. how that happened. And he was uh, pretty hurt. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I've never seen him at a loss for words except when he found out <laughs> that the game show has moved to Tuesday. Yeah, Joe, is character. that before he moved or before he moved? Yeah, yeah. You know, because um, I did that one show once that you were on the the stand up lie down show. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if that like I I mean quite honest I know we're gossiping now but I wonder if it like got under his skin that I did that without telling him or something. Do you think it might have? It could have. <laughs> Things like that get under Joe's skin. Yeah, yeah so. I was kind of aware of that when I was booking it, but I wasn't sure. And then, like, I didn't get a good political 
I mean, I love the Pine Box people, and that's what are great. Yeah, that's why it's such a great place to do shows. It's they, such they a great. Trouble. Well, it's such a great place. I got uh, Tony, who's the best tech ever, and a uh, nice stage, and just the best, best vibe, right? Oh, and yeah. and I have seen really, really top notch people there oh, for sure. Yeah, some great yeah. shows there. Yeah, yeah, and um, they've got a great open mic scene. I really like the open mic scene there. I wish. I wish that I was more committed to it. Oh, that's right. You were doing it, right? What happened? You were to bring your dog up on stage? Yeah. Well, I really, you know, like I have this fantasy that I'd really like to do stand-up comedy. But the the problem I have is is that um, you have to go out at night, like every night. Yeah. It's, it takes up all your time. You got to... Well, it's a lifestyle and it's a big, like, it, it's really hard. I respect anybody that's involved in it. Believe you me. Um. Yeah. But, As everyone should. <laughs> well, no. I don't think people understand, really. Do no, you? No. I don't think people no, understand how intense. Like when people ask you and you say, like, yeah, you try and go up every night. They're like shocked. They're like, what do you mean every night? And like, yeah, how else, how else do you get good at it? Yeah, at least once a night, you know, right? Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. Like, so, like that whole, I, I, that's the part of it that uh, I can't handle because... Um, I mean, I've not just because I'm old, which I am, but um, even when I was young, I used to like. I don't like staying out late. I don't really like drinking more than my two drinks. Um, that's all you have two drinks. Yeah, being honest, yeah. <laughs> Why you think I have a lot more? Uh, well, I've seen you. That seemed at times where you seemed like you had more than two drinks in you. Really? Are you just a lightweight. Uh, I think so. Often, There's yeah. a little weed. Let's just say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think help. if you add in the weed, that would yeah, do it, right? That messes you up. Yeah. Yeah. You add the weed in. That's well. You smoked weed with me, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, not that I st- don't mix, but you know, when you mix, you, yeah, yeah, it's the weed. <laughs> um. So. Uh, so this is a. How long have you been doing the show? This is so cool. I didn't realize they had a thing back here. Oh, a little over a year. Um, Also, I should say that uh, there's going to be, um, you know, everybody should come on Saturday here. It's 1345 DeKalb Avenue because the record store upstairs is opening. Did you see the record store when you came in? It's brand new and they're opening. Oh, very cool. Yeah, like they don't have an official, officially it will be a record store Uh and a radio station. Oh, wow. On Saturday, and we're expanding the radio station. Like, we're going to have more recording. We're going to have a recording studio in the window. Oh, really? Yeah, this, cool. is, a great, this is a great station. I mean, yeah. I just love Radio Free Brooklyn. All this stuff looks so high-tech. I don't know what it does, but... Uh, yeah, it's cool, right? Ask. Yeah. A few turntables, wow. Yeah, totally cool. So, um, anyway, you know, uh, so let's do let's do some psychotherapy. What oh, do you please. say, Augie? Are sure. you are you ready I'm for ready that? To be psychotherapized. Psychotherapized. So I was trying to remember because you were on my stand up lay down show, which you remember. Yeah, you are. You already. Uh, I still have the prescription. That you gave yeah. Me. What did I give you? It's something like talk to your family more. Oh. Uh, work stuff out. Yeah, I was trying uh, to remember what your background was because uh, I didn't want to make you go over it again, but these people might not have heard it anyway. Uh, I'm from Long Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've lived in some part of New York City, one part of the other for, you know, like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I do comedy. I do stand-up now. I used to do uh, improv and sketch. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I live in Bushwick, and you should come to my shows the first Tuesday and last Saturday of every month. Yeah, Box. Pine Box. It's great. I'll be really drunk there. So, wait, yeah, I got to ask you, do you see me as somebody who's, like, drunk uh, a lot? Uh, did I did I? No, no, I, no, my mother's yelling at me from her grave. That's all. Uh, yeah, you seem like you... I don't know. You're always having a fun time there, right? Yeah, you think I'm there drunk all the time. Well, I'm there drunk all the time. That's only, the only way I'd know. Because, you know, <laughs> we're both there drunk all the time. No judgment. <laughs> um, not for, except from my dead mother. I'm sorry. Maybe she's <laughs> right. <laughs> she's right. Um, no, that's funny. The happy hour is too good. It's like $4 or something like that. Yeah, that. it's really cheap, you know, uh, and... Uh, but I really, you can ask them. Oh, Jesus. I'll ask, Look gonna, at me. I'm getting defensive about is. my drinking. That's crazy, right? I could see look on your face when I said that. I was like, oh, that, that hit something. Yeah, no. You know, Jews don't drink. Oh, really? Yeah. Something yeah, we're not supposed to. And stuff, no? no, no. We're not supposed to. That's why we don't drink. <laughs> All right. I won't tell anyone. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. My name is Lisa. And, um, uh, anyway, so uh, okay, so you 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 do stand up like every night, or do you yeah. go out a lot? And yeah, uh, you tried it every night. You know, mm-hmm. where uh, do you, where where do you where where have you been lately? Uh, of course, Pine Box. I just had those two shows. Uh, just around Brooklyn, usually. Uh, mm-hmm. Lately, I haven't ventured out uh, to Manhattan. Uh, but you don't need more. to, right? There's so many uh, shows. No, on you here. should. You know, you should uh, venture because, you know, like, you see the same people in Bushwick, and you don't want to just like. Perform to the same people, and right? Like the same type of people too, right? Like, right. Like I just did a show in uh, Ridgewood, right, at, at some spot where it was like normal people, I guess you'd call them, like people who right. made reservations to come to a comedy oh, show, wow. like older people, like looked like you know, that's in cool, fifties, yeah. But it was like just very different, a very different vibe. They expected something different, uh, but yeah. So wow, like, that's good. older gotta... people in their fifties in Ridgewood, yeah. What's the name of the gig? The place. Uh, Nears Tavern. It's where they filmed uh, Goodfellas, I think they said. Cool. That's their claim to fame. Yeah. Wow, that Those, sounds cool. Show. Chris Costelli runs it. I'll name drop again. Uh, What's her name? Chris Costelli is Chris, his name. Chris Costelli. Chris Costelli. Yes, that's cool. But uh, yeah, so you realize how much you got to get out. Like I did that this week and I was like, oh, wow, was like, I, I got to get out more because I'm just not used to. Like that audience. Yeah. They they don't want to hear like your Tinder stuff. Not that I have Tinder stuff, but like hipsters, you know, like right crap about living in Bushwick. They don't give a shit. They want right. to hear all this stuff, and you know, so it makes you better. Right? Do you write a lot? You spend a lot of time writing. Uh, no. <laughs> so what do you do? Like, how do you how do you do it? Um, you know, I I think of stuff before I go on stage. I wouldn't say like I write out bits. A lot of people do. Uh-huh. I, uh, uh-huh. I just kind of like think of a general idea and as it keeps getting closer to the mic throughout the day I think of it more and more and kind of like work it out in my head and then you go up and try it at mics and you get it strong and you start doing it at shows you know so um, so you don't necessarily write because I don't write a lot either no. I mean I've been trying to like do stuff um, you know with my recorder oh so you speak out loud yeah. Okay. Maybe that would work. Maybe I should try that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I I've tried to write things out and it just I don't know it doesn't work for me. Once it's on paper and like I'm reading it off, it doesn't. Yeah. Feel right. Yeah. That's been an obstacle for me because they say you're supposed to write it down and it's like then I get caught up in writing it down and remembering it and yeah, that's yeah. a disaster. Then I get really self conscious. Yeah. Then I just I'm like then I have my mother yelling at me that I'm not remembering it Jesus. right and then I'm really She's an idiot. Off your back. Thank this, God this she's not around. Oh my God. It well, was worse. It used you. to be a lot worse. Yeah? How long has she been gone for? 
Oh, asking. only like how long? 10, 15 years. Okay. But she, yeah, she, she really implanted some really, some real, you know, some good ones, which I'm coping with. You know, yeah. I cope. I'm fine. I mean, you know, whatever. We all have our crap. Of course. So uh, speaking of, so I was trying to remember. So you were brought up. What did your parents do again? Uh, my dad's uh, a cop, retired now. And my mom uh, is uh, like a homemaker and she was a substitute teacher sometimes. You know, mostly mm-hmm. took care of the kids. And very, ha- very normal. You had very, very normal. So did you have a lot of, how many brothers and sisters? two brothers and a sister. I'm the oldest. Two brothers and a sister. And so you have a nice, normal family. Uh, They're still married. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they still live together and everything. You know, they still seem to like each other, which Uh is nice. And did did you go, you went to college? No, I went to community college for two years. Well, that counts. Not really. Not really? No, come on. And did you always want to be a comedian? No, take some Not to take anything away from anyone who's gone there. No, but you should feel feel some pride in it. Come on. Uh, Sure, yeah. You Uh, know, you should. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of people who never went to college. Rachel Feinstein. Those people are garbage. They are. (laughs) They uh, are. Those are the people drinking at Pine Box. Yep. So um, you went to, okay, so. community college. You weren't like driven about school or. No, I was very bad at, hated school. You hated school. I hate school. Why, Why particularly? Maybe you have some dyslexia. I I think I do. Yeah, I I it's do. really undiagnosed. Is that right? Yeah, because I realized in later years that I had some too. Because I used to write letters backwards in um, when I was learning how to write, and then um, yeah, because um, I make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Like, and I've made the same type of mistakes throughout my life, so and they're diagnosed. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm an expert, okay. a self-proclaimed oh. expert. No, but um, I noticed with a lot of creative people, like I have a friend who wasn't, who's in my age group who wasn't diagnosed, and is, but he had a lot of the same problems that his son, who was diagnosed and given special attention, mm-hmm. um, who's now highly, who's like not, you know, it's he, he is actually, uh, you got to come sometime. This friend of mine, David Kramer, he's going to be on the show soon. His son is 15 or 16, uh-huh. and he is way on his way to becoming a comedian, a stand-up comedian. He's part of Kids in Comedy he at Gotham. Comedy? Yes, he you got to come. Com- he's a 15-year-old does, kid that does stand-up comedy? you got to come to. <laughs> I'm going to a show. Let me know if you want to come, because I'm going in, like, I think it's October 23rd on a Sunday at 1.00. What kind of stuff does he talk about? Well, it's just great. They have a whole um, afternoon of kids. Really? Yes. It's a big, there's a big thing of kids and comedy. And um, they usually have like Joe Firestone hosted a couple. You know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they usually have a, you know, a professional that hosts them. And uh, yeah, if you want to see, it's remarkable. I mean, it's great. So This is the competition. I got to destroy these kids. Yeah, yeah. You should come. Uh, so anyway, I'm just saying that okay. dyslexia is, That's I mean, in a lot I of, I feel like I do, but I was always like, no, they would have known. I can't like tell myself now at 30, like I got dyslexia, but I know it feels like an excuse. It feels like an excuse, but you know, the whole thing is, and I feel like that too, but the whole thing is, is to recognize the pattern and not to think of it as an excuse. Just think of it as, you know, the way you are naturally, that might be an obstacle to some other things and yeah. it's like think about it in terms of like your physical being and your brain chemistry not laziness weakness carelessness uh-huh. all the shit that 
society puts on you if you're not good at school. You're right. Because there's a hell of a lot of, and I notice this pattern in a lot of people I've met, uh, a lot of creative people I've met, especially people who are more, well, no, visual, visual writers, all uh, sorts of people, uh, that they didn't do well in school, but they're incredibly smart and creative. And a lot of times it, it's like a dyslexic thing where they don't test well for a lot of reasons. I can see that, yeah. So uh, did you, like, not test well? Because you're obviously a very bright guy, right? We know uh, this. Yeah, I think so. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, uh, it's true. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I just, I couldn't finish tests. I couldn't finish anything. I was uh, just, you know, could not concentrate or focus. I, so how did your parents respond to that? Uh, they didn't like it. So uh, that you, you know. got shit for that? Yeah. And you were the oldest, so uh, that's so. hard. Sure, yeah, yeah. And did they, like, discipline you about not studying or working hard enough of course yeah yeah you know uh they're more conservative you know they're not like hippy dippy right they're not cool they're not cool they're probably like my age but they're not cool no they're not cool no no you know right like a cop and his wife you know like on long island you know just like the those type of people nothing wrong with them but you know they're very you uh, don't relate to them anymore well you don't i guess of course yeah of course not you probably didn't but yeah see because you didn't fit in there was you didn't fit in because of your mental, your mental machinations, and sure, that's yeah. what made you see you're a creative re- rebel now. Yeah, creative. <laughs> so, exactly. um, uh, okay. So, um, yeah, was so- that hard? Did that give you a bit of a complex because you couldn't I do well so. in school and you were disappointing them all the time? Yeah, I think so. You know, well, I think it kind of uh, gave me kind of uh, a disdain for authority, and you know, like. Things that are school-like, you know, just made me be like, ah, oh, fuck that then, you know, that, that's not fun. Right, so made I, you angry at oh, that. I, I wouldn't say, I mean, maybe, I didn't say Anger, that, but, uh, you know, anger's okay. It's hard to label anger because people don't like it. It's not nice. Sorry. Yeah, but it's so, you know, I don't like sitting around and, ta- and, and doing stuff like that. Maybe that's why I don't write stuff out because I, I don't like sitting there and like working on a right. piece of paper. So um, what about your sisters? Were they good at school? Uh, you had two younger sisters, sister, a one, brother and a sister? Uh, two brothers and a sister. My, oh, wow. Four. After me was my sister. Is that a Catholic family? Yes. A no birth control family? Well, yeah, I was the reason they, they got married because... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, right? Oh, man. Right? Wow, a no birth control family. I, I don't, yeah, and I don't, it's still too... I mean, it's... it's. I know my mom got her tubes tied. I mean, wow! I, that. I know after the fourth one, because he was like kind of late. He's ten years or eleven years younger than me, so it was, they were kind of like, "Ah, uh, why are we still still doing this?" Whoa! Yeah. So that yeah, that's not a family. But are they more? Is is are the younger kids more in line with your family? Like, are uh, you the black sheep? Kind of. I mean, well, my sister, you know, she uh, never really got in trouble, but I wouldn't say she's not like some like you know uh, a scholar. I mean, she she went to art school. She mm-hmm. went to SEA. You know, she uh, just recently got married and had a baby. Mm-hmm. And they live in Brooklyn and run like this art space. Really? Like, What's yeah, it called? Like, art cafe. And like oh. he makes clothes and they sell it out of the boutique up front. It's called Gure J. Wow. So they're kind of like you. I want to do a station ID. I'm talking to Augie Lutz. It's so awesome. And we're here at Radio Free Brooklyn. On uh, Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, the best radio station in the Western Hemisphere. That's right. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, she no, she's, you know, kind of arty as well, you know. She mm-hmm. went to art school, but you guys so. relate. But she's even more traditional, right? Because she got married and yeah, had a kid, yeah, yeah, right? Totally. 
Yeah, I to mean, some degree. Family, yeah, which is yeah. something I can't even imagine doing still. So what happened after you like what like what did you so did you have um, feelings of it like when you are there like feelings of failure or feelings of being traumatized by not doing well in school or uh, did you do well at no. sports or anything? No. What did you do to compensate? <laughs> uh, I skateboarded. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and played uh, guitar and like went to punk shows and hardcore shows. That's what I did, you know, mm-hmm. one of those, you know, skater kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was fun. No, I, I, I don't regret not doing well in school. I, I feel like, no, no, I'm not know. saying that. I'm just wondering, and I'm probably, you know, this is probably counter-transference, but um, no, I'm just wondering if that, you know, um, you know, gave you, you know, Gave you a complex. Sure. I mean, well, yeah, I don't like authority. And I don't know if that, that is what made me not do well in school or if I got that from not doing well in school and being like, oh, man, all these uh, authority figures are just giving me shit. You know, I don't know which came first. Right, right. Maybe both. You know, maybe I had a little disdain for authority to begin with and being told what to do or something like that. And then... But you must have gone to a lot of church. I uh, Yeah, I went to church. I made my confirmation. Are you still interested in that? I just no, had to no, ask. No, I had no. to ask. That's all right. I mean... and no one at Pine Box is going to church. I doubt it. <laughs> Not that I would judge either way. I just can't imagine it. Can you? I mean, they'd have to be a little contradictory to... Yeah, hypocritical. hypocritical. We, should bring in, yeah. we should bring a priest in there, get it going. <laughs> uh so no, I'm not into church at all. But really that don't. must have been like, what was that like? Because your parents must have um... made me do it. Yeah, I mean yeah, that I must mean, have been a like big. P- Are your parents still religious? No, they're not. Re- they were never religious, but they were like, kind of like it's it's like what you do. It's like the normal, like you know, and it's like I'm not making my confirmation. Like then how? No, you have to. Like that's what you do. You can't get married in the church if you don't make your confirmation. Like that was the here's argument. what I don't understand. If your parents are religious enough to not use birth control, I mean, I haven't asked them about any of that, so I don't know. You haven't. Well, let's get them on the. Let's get your mom on the phone right now. I'll ask her. No, no, that's all right. You sure? I'm positive. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like I said, they're not cool. My mom would not be. You know, they wouldn't think that was funny. No. What if I like just called information and and like just did it behind your back? Uh, they probably wouldn't talk to you about it. But really? Go for it. If you do behind my back, go for it. Yeah, I. You know what? I I'm not gonna do that. All right. All I'm right. not like you. You know I wouldn't do that, right? No. You know me well enough. That'd be weird. It'd be, be weird, right? <laughs> and wrong. That would be wrong. Yeah. yeah. The station. You know, one thing about the station, they're cool with everything. But yeah, yeah that's because we all have our own bound. I have boundaries. Uh, uh, I I believe you do. You, you see that. I could. I bet you would. I haven't yeah. seen them yet. <laughs> you, you have seen them. Yeah. No. Uh, sure. No. I, you know, no. you guys don't. You guys at Pine Box have no idea what I'm really like, really, because you just see this side of me. But I, I have this really normal side. Yeah. 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 You guys see the really crazy side there. That's where I really let my hair down. Uh. <laughs> like, like if I there'd be certain situations if I ran into you, I'd probably be embarrassed. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like if I just say hi quickly and move right. on, don't like... I won't be offended. Yeah, just say Good. hi and don't... Yeah, because right. I'm at my, my like craziest at Pine Box. Yeah. My, yeah, and I can be really uninhibited, pretty uninhibited. I believe you. Yeah, well, you've seen it. You've seen it. You've also... Yeah, you've seen it. 
Do you realize, Augie, you've probably seen a side of me that most, you probably know me better than most people. Really? In a certain way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, the real you at Pine Box? That's the that's real, real me. Yeah, wow. that's where I let my hair down. Okay, good to know. Your secret's safe with me. I won't tell anyone about it. Oh, that. everyone knows. Everyone at Pine Box knows. Because um, I'm tired of pretending all day. Uh-huh. Of course, that's why you go to drink, you know? Yeah. Hair down. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine me in corporate America? I mean, that's where I spent a lot of my life. No. Can you picture that at no. all? No, right? Do you wear like a pantsuit and stuff? Or? Yeah, I had like all these really normal clothes and, um, wow. you know, presented at meetings and, you know, corporate, you know, business people. Yeah, I was a business person. I, you were a yuppie? I fu- fucking played that game. Yeah. I mean, not re- very well, but. <laughs> uh, so, um, so uh, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand. So, okay, so I'm equating that your parents didn't use birth control with them being hardcore Catholics. Right I would not re- say they're hard. No, they're not hard because I, I, I don't think they even go to church now. But just, did they go to church when you were growing up? Yeah, uh, yeah. There were times where I guess we went every week, but then you know there are also times where they they just stopped giving a shit. You know, I, th- I would say later in life they like st- we were going to Christmas and Easter. Oh, okay. And, you know, stuff like that. So that must have been really hard when you were a kid. Was that like horrible going to church? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say horrible, but yeah, it sucked. You know, I didn't like it. Like, and you'd have to go to uh, like uh, what's it, uh, confirmation school. You'd have to go like once a week on Tuesday right. nights. Which sucked because oh, I was right. in the middle of the night. I'd have to go there at like five thirty or whatever. Oh and, right, uh, and I hated it. And mm-hmm. uh, it was run by this like one family, and they just all seemed angry. And it just, it just <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, their whole mean. yeah, their whole lives was church. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> they they just didn't seem very Christ like. Just they all like seemed like bullshit, and it was like, why do I have to waste my Tuesdays? Yeah, no. And, uh, uh, felt my husband um, had to do all that too. He's yeah. Catholic, from a Catholic family. Did you guys get married in the church? No. See, I, I have no desire to get married in the church. That no. was their argument. No, we got married in a theater here, at Art Center. Oh, okay. So, um, did so? What's your feeling about what? What like when you look back on it? What's your feeling about religion? I'm like, not religious at all. Um, but but how I do you feel about all those? Church. What I wouldn't raise my kids in a church. Just what do you I'm What do religious. you think about what's your What's your thoughts about it? Do you feel like it's hypocritical, or do you of feel course, like yeah. organized religion is, of course, hypocritical? It's uh, you know, I'm not. I don't want to shit on anyone, but it seems like no, it's your honest, opinion. It like it's not the yeah, truth. Of I think it's not religion. It seems like bullshit. Yeah, that's what I got from going to church and just being like, this is bull. You know. And when did you figure that out? Uh... Like as young, a, like, like middle school sometimes. I think maybe even in like elementary school, I, I thought you were supposed to, you know, I kind of was into it maybe a little. Mm-hmm. Like I remember wanting to go to church or thinking I should go to church. And then I guess sometime in middle school, it just was kind of like, yeah, I think this is kind of silly. I uh, think that angry, that really angry religious family that taught the whole school like really helped me get over it all. <laughs> like, yeah, so instead just, of, they work kind of the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you guys don't see mm-hmm. like you know what you're talking about. But you feel like you found your people now, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is cool, which you wouldn't have if you had stayed there. What, it, on the Where island? you grew up, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, how did you wind up moving to New York? Uh, or Brooklyn? I always Brooklyn? wanted to. Well, uh, so I, I lived in 
Levittown on Long Island when I was a teenager. And when mm-hmm. my parents were, when I was 18, when I graduated high school, my parents and the whole family moved to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I didn't move with them because I didn't want to go. So I moved in with my grandparents in Valley Stream mm-hmm. on Long Island. Lived there for a couple of years while I was like, is that driving. when you went to school? Uh, yeah, yeah, I went to uh, community college. Mm-hmm. I was driving to the city to take improv classes, and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, and then when I was twenty, I just like was like I just want to go to the city. I'm like, why am I going to fucking community college? This is stupid. Mm-hmm. And I uh, moved to Astoria with a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, lived there for a while doing improv and stuff. Then moved to Bushwick, and then mm-hmm. uh, been in Bushwick for a long time now. Yeah, so that must have been like really liberating when you first moved to Astoria, right? Yeah, oh, those are great. great, great days. Yeah, like my, being twenty years old and like I was the only one of my friends with uh, my own place. So like everyone must have been incredible, and, yeah, right? Hang out and yeah, like smoke pot and like we could in the living room, like you know, our parents in your were own there. living yeah, room, right. right? Yeah, right. Are you still friends with that guy? The oh, the old roommate. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he he moved. To uh, California a few years ago, and I haven't talked. You just to him. you just lost touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he, what what did he do? Was he in comedy? No, he worked in television. Uh, he was like a syndication coordinator for CBS or something ah. like that. Like he would, like, I think he would like make sure the commercials are in place. So he got a career, kind of. But that he was a uh, he was really crazy. Uh, he got um, workers' comp for mental insanity. And then he just awesome. Yeah, and then he just stay home all day, uh, drink several two liters of diet coke every day, and a few Domino's pizzas, and uh, smoke like a pack of uh, Marble Reds like every day. He just do this, and he'd uh, buy things like on his credit card <laughs> while he's on workers' comp. So every day I'd come home, and there'd be like a few like boxes in the kitchen of like you know a big African drum he bought or a bike, <laughs> and he would never what? leave the apartment ever. Oh, that sounds like the suckiest roommate. Uh, yeah, that, but that's sad. What was wrong with him? Uh, he he probably had some more serious mental. He's you know he's uh, maybe bipolar or something. He was like yeah, crazy. Really he really had a problem. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. bad. So you know, what I was thinking last. When was it? A couple nights ago. Did did you leave with a really cute blonde woman? Do you uh, have a girlfriend, girlfriend? I do have a girlfriend that is a cute blonde woman, yeah. You have a girlfriend. How long have you been with her? Uh, almost a year. Really? How come we don't... Did she, does she come to Pine Box uh, a lot? Sometimes, you know. Uh, she's definitely been there, her fair share. Uh, uh-huh. But, you know, I don't know. I don't she's not a comedian. Her. No, she's not a comedian. She works in audio for television. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she like did freelance for like uh, Late Night Colbert and stuff like that in the Today Show. And now she's working for Vice. Ah, oh, that's the best, right? Everybody. Um, I guess I don't know. She's been there a couple of days. Ah, oh, sure is she a freelancer? Not, not for Vice. Now she's now like, she so, got a full time yeah, yeah. job doing sound. Yeah, like a uh, twoing, I believe. It's What's called. that? That's where like uh, doing audio, like miking people up and stuff like that. Oh, that oh, sounds right. like a fun. Does she like it? Yeah, yeah, she loves it. Is that really long hours? Uh, no, it's like you know eight hour days. Do you, yeah. So do you do you like not want? Your girlfriend around like the comedy scene that you're part of. Uh, Do you try to keep no. that a little separate? Well, Does it matter to you, or what's your feeling about it? I I gotta uh, think about her. I'm sure she doesn't want to sit in the back of comedy shows all the time. Yeah, know? right. Like I could inv- I don't mind her coming to the shows, but like she's it's gotta suck for her. So like I you know I, I understand. I don't ask her to come to every show, and you know. I'll bring her out sometimes, but not all the time. So it's more to protect her than to protect. Not to protect. It's got to be or boring. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like come, more like, to be thinking about her. Yeah, and make small talk with comedians uh-huh. all night and like hear us talk about stupid shows and shit like that. She's one of. Yeah. What does she? Does she like 
comedy, or yeah, what does yeah. she think She's about? She's a fan it? of it and everything. She, uh, before I met her, loved stand up and everything like that. You know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How did you meet her? Did you meet her at a show? Bar. Yeah, uh-huh. like, uh huh. Af- after an open mic at a bar, her and her oh. friends were hanging out. And uh, yeah. was it Pine Box? No, Macri Park. Oh, yeah. where's that? It's uh, right by the Lorimer stop. Right across from what a is that other place that I'm thinking of? Park. Um, it's not Macri. Well, whatever. Yeah, who did I? Oh God, my friend Stephanie Stakari. Do you know her? She's no. really cute. She found love at Pine Box. Oh really? Good yeah. yeah. You know what? I bet a lot of people have. I feel I, honestly that's a. They found love at Pine yeah. Box. People are mingling there. <laughs> you can find love at. And I was like, whoa! You found love at Pine Box. Wow. Yeah, I know. Good for her. Good for her. So, um, anyway, so we have like 15 minutes left. Let's see if we can, let's, let's see what, what, there must be like something that's on your mind. Let's just give it a whirl. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. What's on your, what's, what's been bugging you lately? Uh, You know, honestly, I don't know. Uh, nothing. I, I hate to be boring, but, uh, I don't know. I've been liking life. Life's good. Uh, What's bugging me? Oh, man. I don't know. So things are good with your girlfriend? Yeah, things are very good with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you guys living together? No, 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 no. Is she pushing for that? <laughs> uh, we'll get something out of this. She's not pushing for it. I'm sure she wants it to happen. Uh thing is, though, her uh, landlord already complained about me being there too much. So there's there's no way they're going to let me live there. Oh, and like, she, she lives by herself. I have roommates. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, right? Is that bullshit? She's uh, like, we know he lives there. And I'm like, no, I don't. He lives live. in the building? No, no. Well, he does. Yeah, yeah. His whole family lives like right next to her. Uh, do you think maybe he has a crush on her and he's a little jealous? Well, it's his daughter who's giving her shit. So I feel like maybe she's jealous uh, that she doesn't have she a boy coming over. She likes you. How necessarily old is she? Me. His is daughter. She, uh, you know, probably my age. So maybe she's jealous of your girlfriend. Like, yeah, having her own place. And a nice boyfriend yeah. who's nice to her. Right? She hears this banging she gets all jealous yeah maybe could be <laughs> could be that's what i'm gonna say but have you and your girlfriend talked about it yeah and what do you what do you guys think i mean i've never lived with a woman before god forbid uh i think it complicates things a million times more. yeah i'm wondering if you're not really quite ready augie no, I mean I'm not. So I, that's why. I'm yeah, not you're there. you're you're a young man. I'm 30 now. I'm not that young. No, but. but you know, I mean, it's still like, well, you got a few years left, and then you know, the thing is, if you don't do it, eventually, people are just women are just going to be like, yeah, she's going to peace out if I don't, you know. No, but it's also like women are like that guy's like 35, and he's never had, he's never like lived with anyone. Mm, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Oh, all right. All right. Did that make you feel bad? I'm sorry. I mean, no, no. about my age or something. Or no, no, about not, not, not living with someone. No, not being, not being emotionally mature yet to settle down is what I'm talking about. You're absolutely right. I'm not emotionally mature enough yet. You're not. Um, You're so not. Because yeah, I mean, no. Because if we, it's always in the back of my head. Like if we break up, it's gonna be a fucking nightmare if I live with her. That's good. Oh, you're already planning the shit that's gonna happen. Oh, well, you're thinking way like, too no, far we, ahead. I get along great. Like I'm not worried about. Yeah, I get that feeling. Yeah, yeah. So that that would be fine. I could live with her. like we hang out all the time. I could live with her, but uh, if we ever, you know, 
God forbid, broke up. Uh, yeah, fuck, I, oh, that would suck. I, I, I've seen guys go through that. You know, you got to like find a new happens? place to live. What do you see? What Someone's do you see? got to find a new place to live, or both people have to find a new place to live. You got to like divvy things up, and it, depending if your name's in the lease, or it's like, just all a nightmare. Like a divorce. Yeah. Worse. Whereas now it's just like, okay, we don't see each other anymore. We avoid each other. Oh. Instead of like having a. <laughs> Have you had a lot of long term relationships? Uh, no, I've had a few. Like uh, before her, like there were, I think, two others that lasted more than a year. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think this is the most serious one you've had? Yeah. So do you think, I think there's some growth in here for you. There is. I, yeah. yeah. There absolutely is. Uh, I think uh, maybe you could get there. Yeah, I could. I, she's great. She's a, a great chick. Uh, she's cute. She's good she, looking. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, That's thank you. <laughs> That's not a compliment to you. <laughs> oh, really? I think it is a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a good looking. She's a good looking girl. I want to yeah. meet her. Do you think you'll introduce me sometime? Of course I will. Yeah, I would love to meet yeah, her. Yeah, she's very sweet. You'll like her. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, you want to you dig demons out, right? I'm sorry. I want no, no, I mean, we're demons. getting some. We're, uh, you, you, they're just not apparent to you. That's yeah. all. Oh, everyone else. <laughs> no, well, me. Because <laughs> um, what I'm thinking about is like, uh, um, so here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, this is, don't, whatever. I, you know, I have no training. Okay. Uh, so I'm thinking that I think you're really into this girl uh-huh. and that you might be a little worried that she you're not quite as confident with her as you could be. Do you, you think that's what, true? What do you mean confident? Like uh, you're more you actually I'm get, I'm wondering if you're concerned that she might ditch you. Or, or like you, you like that you're not worrying about ditching because this is what oh, people really? worry about in uh, relationships. I don't know. I don't know. No, to be honest, but no, this is what people worry about in relationships: uh-huh. who's going to ditch who, the, especially when you know you've been together a year, which isn't all that no. long, really. No. Enough to like be super. You you guys aren't super. No one's super confident with the other person after a year. There's it's just no, not realistic. I mean, so what what do you? Do you think she's totally into you, or I do? <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, no, I yeah, I think she is. Uh, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do Not you think she's cocky, gonna? But I think yeah. No, I don't know. no. I, I, I don't have a feeling like she's gonna dump me or anything like that. No, but do you feel like she's gonna want more from you than you're gonna be able to give her? Is that a thought? Possibly. Do you think about that? That's that's what I mean because you know us women, if we get fed up. Yeah, she could We walk. just take off. Unless except my except in, with my husband, of course, <laughs> where I just did he yeah, but because <laughs> no, by I'm, that point I was so fed up uh, with the guys and blah blah blah. So um how old is your girlfriend? Twenty six. That's younger. pretty young. Yeah. Does is she from a really healthy family? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they all get along. Yeah, she like she has two brothers that she really likes and uh, nice, well adjusted family. Yeah, totally kind totally. of like like and because she's a chick, she's pretty emotionally mature. On top of that, uh, sure, yeah, she's yeah. very mature. She's a lot more mature. She has than a I good am. job. I didn't yeah, have a right? job like that at twenty six. Oh, she's yeah, she's killing. She it. got her shit together exactly, and she's younger than me. Yeah, and she's really got her shit together. Yeah. So, like, I'm intimidated by that. Are you? 
No. <laughs> I don't. I, I, can't, I really. No, uh, no, no. I'm not asking you to be. That's. I'm really. No, no, no. no. I mean, I counter transparency. I, I could see how one would be that way. I'm just not like. I don't know. I like my life. I like who I am. I. Uh, yeah. No. I. I no. But when I'm. What the know. point? I think I'm trying to make is that. Um. She's. This is the point for whatever it's worth. It's not the truth. It's just a point that I'm putting out there. It's not real. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if she is more emotionally mature than you because she's really emotionally mature, it sounds like. She is, yeah. Without ever meeting her. I'm just, this is all bullshit, really. Absolutely. Um, and you're not, which you know, because you're, um, you know, you're a complicated guy more than you realize, I think, because um, you are very ambitious. I know uh-huh. that about you, and I don't even know you that well. I know you better now, but uh-huh. you are, right? Am I right? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think you really want to do well like a at a certain what... point. Like, uh, you know, like I, I, as soon as I could, just started doing comedy when I, you know, when I yeah, was a young. teenager, which I guess is, you could call ambitious. But then also, like, I'm not, I don't like, I'm not the type to like go out and try and network with people. Or like... But that's not what I consider ambitious. What I'm, what I'm saying is, you're somebody who really, I mean, I don't know what you put into it. I have no idea. I mean, I'm hearing that you put a lot into it, but I don't, you know, I wouldn't profess, but I would say. That um, I see you, you know, hosting a lot of shows, showing up to all the shit. Like if there's something, the only scene that I'm super familiar with is Pine Box. I see other, yeah. I've seen you at a couple other things too, yeah, I think. Yeah. I like comedy, like, I see it. The, the Bushwick Festival or whatever. Whatever, yeah. But I know like if it's comedy at Bushwick, you're involved in it. I yeah. know at in Pine Box, I know you're very involved in it. So what I'm saying is it's something that's important to you and Absolutely, something yeah. that you want to have... Um, some level of achievement and that you're satisfied with. Yeah, yeah, I do care about it. I do try. Yeah, and yeah. you are really. So what I'm saying is is that I think that, um, and also because it's a very difficult creative pursuit, uh-huh. you um, need, it needs a lot of, there's a lot of development time. There's a long period of creative development and personal development in doing, becoming a comedian, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's not like, you know, being a lawyer and then you follow a path. And then, so there's like, no. Yeah. So in other words, I think that a lot of people, um, you know, don't gel right away because you're, there's a lot to explore. And so you're just not mm-hmm. formed. Yeah. Okay, which is sure. appropriate, like right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I so, don't feel formed. Yeah. But why, but that's appropriate uh-huh. because you're, You've got a complex road to develop. Yeah, I would say that's the pursuit to get. Uh, what's the word we said? Uh, formed, get formed, fully Whatever. formed, Fo- fully formed. Yeah. That's the so pursuit. what I'm saying is, you're on a complex road, yeah. um, and I don't think that you're going to be ready. I'm guessing that maybe you might not be ready to settle down until you have f- formed your career more. Perhaps you're right, yes. And you know what? There, uh, there's definitely a self-consciousness there with her family, at least. Like, Because uh, her brother's like, you know, finance bros. They're like... Oh, like, man, they, no. Like, they got their shit together. They're like... Oh, man, no. Uh, no, they're really cool guys. Yeah, but, uh, yeah and so like, are you. So but, it's like... Right. Of course, I, 
it's Before a, I get serious it's a with different their sister. I would like to have something <laughs> to show for it. You know, it's so a like, frame of reference. Yeah, because I'm sure they see me like, oh, that fucking hipster guy with the beard that my sister's dating, the comedian in Bushwick. Yeah, so I would like to have something more to show for it before getting serious with her. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm that's saying. Just, that's stupid and self-conscious. I shouldn't think like that. No, see, there you are judging yourself. No, I'm not. <laughs> there's, there's no judgments here. Okay. If you're judging, you got to own that. I would, I think it's better to own that than it is to like say, than to judge it. Because if you own it, at least you can make decisions based on that's how you feel. You're right. You're right. I should own it. So, um, and it's, it's, un, it's, I mean, there's an admirable part to it in that, um, you are uh, ambitious, like I said, more than I think you even see in yourself. I think I see more ambition in you than you recognize in your own self. Because it's scary to really put yourself on the line and say you want to be great at something. Yeah. We, we, it's scary for all of us. Absolutely. I mean, I'm afraid of it, too, yeah. my Absolutely. age. So, and um, do you think, but your girlfriend's from a fairly, I think 26 is too young to settle down anyway. Good, good. No, but I mean, as the years go on, before we know it, she'll be 28, 29, maybe thinking about those Then she'll things. be 35, and then the kids, will, where are the kids? And Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you guys are both, She is she thinking, does she think like that? No, no like, in, in the moment now, I know she's not trying to have kids, but... No, I know I could, that. I, I, I could, she is, like, a, uh, you know, mature-minded person, and, like, you know, I could see her thinking I should have kids by now at some point or thinking like I have to start thinking about having kids now. Not now, but I can see you're thinking that soon. Have you guys talked about that directly? Yeah. You don't think you're just projecting onto her? No, no, we, we, we talk about a little, like not, uh-huh. we're not talking about like, let's have kids. But we, no, you but know. you have her, you have a sense of that she's going to want them and yeah, she's um, a little bit on a schedule and she has her life. Well, she'll say, she's like, I don't even know if I want kids. I like my career and blah, 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 but I don't believe her. <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, well, that's a little bit of you and her. That's a little bit of both of you, I think. Yeah. I think that you're, I, this is what I'm saying. I'm wondering if you're a little anxious because she's from a conventional type fa- family, and you are too, really, that yeah. you're going to feel that pressure. I'm wondering if you're worrying about the pressure, if the pressure's real, and I don't know. You're right. It might not be there. Because uh, it's, it's not. I'm actually anticipating the pressure, which is stupid. Yeah. Well, it's not stupid. It's normal. Uh, but yeah. um, It's not actually there yet. Well, I mean, it's more about you. It's yeah. more about you feel like you have to live up to something that you're not that but i think you this is what i think i think you feel like i'm imagining that you feel like you have to live up to something but there but that's you having a conversation with you maybe if you talked about it you might get some reality it's probably hard scary to talk about it because you're already ner- a little anxious about it mm-hmm. but um yeah, you know, see where it comes from and try and, yeah, try and cope with that, manage it on your own. Be- I mean, you could talk to her about it, but it's, you know, I don't know if it's coming from her or not. Okay. Yeah, Who knows? So we've got one minute left. Wow. And uh, that's good. We made some progress that's here today, right. Augie. Yeah. I'm, uh, when I see your girlfriend, I'll say, like, God, you know, any girl that get I'll tell her about the movie that is really great to wait until your 50s to get married. I'll tell <laughs> yeah, her all, sure. tell her all about it. 
So let's just say once again when your show's going to be. So I have a game show called What Is Happening that I host with Brad Hagen and Anelia Kovaleski. Love uh, her. Great artist. She's great. Uh, She uh, is the artistic director. Uh, That's the first Tuesday of every month at Pinebox at 8. And the last Saturday of every month at Pinebox at 8, I host a show with Courtney McGinnis. That's just more stand-up comics. It's great. They're all free shows. Uh, just a great time. And come by, come by um, the radio station on Saturday and see the new record store, okay? That's 1345 DeKalb Avenue. And that's...